Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Tina. I'm here with Brittany. How are you doing today, Brett? Good. We're so glad you're here with us today. We have been doing this series called The Only Gifts You Need as we're leading up to Christmas. And this is our last podcast before Christmas. So we want to take a chance to say happy and Merry Christmas to everybody out there. And we're glad that you've been here with us. One thing that I haven't shared, Brett, that we had, we got some exciting news. We were one of the top 60 mom podcasts by Feedspot and, uh, super excited yeah super excited to have that honor um to be one of the top mom podcasts so that's that's really cool so thank you feedspot for recognizing us for that and uh we're excited to have that yeah yeah that's pretty cool so (laughs) here we go we were just talking before we came on about christmas and how crazy busy it is for you moms of littles Mm -hmm. there's so much going on right at school we have plays we have concerts we have all the things and it's like like i was telling you i like had this expectation that things were gonna like kind of shut down and like go slower but all everything has done is ramp up like (laughs) school things ramp up all of the normal things ramp up and then you have all your Christmas stuff that you're trying to do on top of the ramp up Uh so it's like what (laughs) why I know I almost feel like we have to get started for Christmas at like the beginning of October and get all which I do that's the crazy thing is I'm like (laughs) I'm one of those people that starts in like September, October. I have my tree up. Everything's decorated by November 1st. I'm always ahead of the game. And now here I am. And Troy and I, my husband and I made a list of uh, like all the gifts that we still needed to get. And there's like, I don't know, eight or nine people we still haven't gotten for. And we're like, what is it? Three, four days out? Cool. Cool. Isn't that the really way it I know. I was just down in Florida with Carlene, and while I was down there, I'm like ordering on Amazon. Like, oh my gosh! Like, I have to get the stuff ordered be- so it can get here in time for Christmas. <laughs> we have all year. Christmas doesn't change yet. Here we are. Why do we do this to ourselves? We have an entire year to get things, <laughs> and we save it for four days before. Like, oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> We just don't, don't learn. I know. I so we just want to encourage all all of our friends out there. Like everybody's going nuts right now. Like we gotta get this done. Uh-huh. We gotta get this done. And why? You're like, why do we do this? Because why? I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> so I guess the thing is, is we're all normal and things do get yeah. backed up. You know, it, it. I don't think it's just Christmas. I think it's every time you want to do something special, like even with the wedding, how many of those mm-hmm. things were like last minute. So I guess as an older mom, I just want to say you're normal. And sometimes it <laughs> makes you feel better. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I know. And I was saying to Britt, this is your first year with school and all the things with Mila, and it is busy before everybody's fitting everything in. It's so busy. So let's just take a deep breath, everybody. (gasps) Inhale and exhale. Oh my gosh. It'll get done. And if it doesn't get done, that's okay too. And I think that's (laughs) where you just have to go. It's like, okay, fine. You know, whatever. (laughs) 
<laughs> so yeah. here we are. And, yeah. and you know, another thing that you and I were talking about, and we, we're sharing this as an encouragement, is the kids are crazy this time of the year. I, I feel like, yeah. you know, they're out of somewhat of their normal routine because they're going to school and they're doing things they're not normally doing throughout the year. And, and they're doing all these pageants and concerts and church is the same way. And I feel like the kids get amped up over the holidays yeah. and they are anticipating, you know, that they're seeing us wrap gifts and they're like, oh my gosh, what am I going to get? What am I going to get? You know, and mm-hmm. they're tired because everything's going on in their lives. So we just want to encourage you guys. This isn't really what we want to talk about today, but just <laughs> encourage you that... <laughs> you're normal. And um, yeah. it is a busy, busy time of the year. And I think you have to be super intentional to carve out those moments where you're just sitting reading a book or yeah, like, and it's okay, which I've had to do several times. It's okay to say no to doing something. Yeah, like, everyone likes to do things around this time. And that's great. Mm-hmm. And it's so nice to have like those options. But it's also okay to say I cannot participate because we cannot do everything. (laughs) Amen, sister. Amen. So with that, let's talk about salvation today. We've been talking about the only gifts you need. And we've talked about what hope and love and peace in the past, in the past um, three episodes. So if you haven't had a chance to maybe binge a little bit on those, or I want to encourage you to go do that. And today I want to talk about salvation and salvation you can't talk about christmas we've said that this before in some of the previous podcasts is you can't talk about christmas without talking about genesis and revelation because the whole entire story is about jesus and his love for mm-hmm. his people his creation and we see in genesis you have to go back there to understand salvation we see there that adam and eve chose sin they had one wrong choice And they chose that one wrong choice. And because they chose that one wrong choice, we inherited from them the sin nature. And Mm -hmm. every single one of us is born a sinner. So, you know, sometimes I say about babies, well, you're just a cute little sinner. You know, (laughs) that's what they Mm -hmm. are. You know, and I don't want to get into like the whole age of accountability and all that kind of stuff, because that's just another conversation for another day. But we are all born into sin. Um, We inherited Mm -hmm. that from Adam and Eve. And because of that, Jesus set, or God set, Jesus set, the Holy Spirit set, all three of them set in motion this rescue plan for us. And that's what salvation is. Salvation is to be saved from something bad. And Mm -hmm. I think, Brett, when we talk about salvation, we have to go back to sin and understanding how much our sin requires for payment yeah because i I feel like in our culture these days like sin's no big deal like it's irrelevant even right well that's where my truth and all of that stuff right so why would we need salvation and i think um that all goes back to one of the enemy's greatest lies um, is that, you know, as long as we personally think that we're nice enough, or we personally think we're good enough of a person that we're just going to enter the kingdom of God. But that is that is a lie, because not one of us, because like you said, we're born into sin. We're born sinners. So not one of us is good enough apart from Christ, and not one of us can earn our salvation. There's nothing you can do to uh, in your own on your own to earn your salvation or your approval in God's eyes. Yeah. Um, 
sin because sin sin is evil and evil and holy cannot coexist so the way that i like to explain it is that since we are sinful people only a perfect sinless person could live with our holy God. And God knew that not one of us was capable of this because of our sin nature, Mm -hmm. going back to the garden, like you said. Um, So he sent his perfect sinless son to die for us so that our transgressions could be covered by his blood and we would be made right in the father's eyes. Because he said our sins demand eternal punishment because we have a God who rules with justice. Mm-hmm. Um, we must be reconciled with God in order to live as, in his eternal kingdom. That is, it, there's, no, uh, there's no way around it. We have to be. And that begins with recognition that without Christ, we're lost and we're separated from our holy God. Um, we have to choose to die to our sinful flesh and work toward a godly life, becoming more like Christ. We have to. Another place where a lot of us get this wrong is it's it's not just we need yes we need a savior but we also need a lord of our life mm-hmm. it, it goes hand in hand we need both and john three thirty six tells us this it says and anyone who believes in god's son has eternal life anyone who doesn't obey the son will never experience eternal life but remains under god's angry judgment yeah. so right there shows us that we need both the savior and the lord yeah and it's so easy just to get that fire insurance right because i'm gonna gonna live eternity and then go on and do our own thing and it's between you and god whether you're genuinely saved or not i don't believe i can i actually i'm kind of thankful i don't get to make that judgment you know when people die but you know and you're talking about sin and going back to the garden of eden and how much sin separated us from god it separated, right. severed our relationship. We were in the garden walking along with him and having fellowship with him every day. And then sin entered. He he literally, at the word says, he drove Adam and Eve out of the garden because of their sin. And, you know, when I think about driving somebody out of something, it's like they went kicking and screaming. Like this was their only place they had ever lived. And it was created perfectly yeah. for them. And then you know, God closed that door. And to this day, cherubim are there guarding the entrance to the Garden of Eden because the tree of life is there. And the tree of life will come back in the end if you read in Revelation. But God, that's his mercy and grace in our lives that we're not eating from the tree of life and living in sin for eternity. So salvation through Jesus Christ, that's why this baby came that we're celebrating. And, and salvation through Jesus Christ is what makes our relationship right again. When Jesus came and not just died, he rose again and he ascended to heaven. That did pay the price that was required mm-hmm. for our sin. And I read something, um, a really good place. I'm going to encourage you guys to download the app or go on your computers is gotquestions.org. And that is such a great place. You can just kind of type in a question and you'll get a really good answer. And I I use this often when I have questions. But one Mm -hmm. of the things when I was, you know, kind of doing some research on the penalty of sin, I'm going to read this straight from gotquestion.org because I think this was so good and it was a real eye-opening thing for me. It says, sin against an infinite God must be paid infinitely. 
That is why payment for our sin must be infinite. There are only two options for infinite payment. Either a finite creature, man, us, must pay for his sin for an infinite amount of time, or an infinite being, meaning Jesus, must pay for it once for all men for all time. There are no other options. A sin against an infinite God requires an equally infinite satisfaction as payment. And even an eternity in hell will not dissipate God's infinite righteous wrath against sin. Only a divine being could withstand the infinite wrath of a holy God against our sin. It requires an equally infinite being as a substitute for mankind to satisfy God's wrath. Jesus, as the God-man, is the only possible savior. And so there's nothing that I can do that's ever going to be good enough to pay for my sin. Oh, so you good, know, you, yeah. were, you were talking about that earlier about how, you know, it's there's this deception that if I'm just good enough, and there's a lot of religions that teach that if I'm just yeah. good enough, if I'm, you know, if mm-hmm. I do this, or, you know, whatever, then that's going to be another step into the doorway of heaven. And that flies yeah. in the face of John, where John says, and I think it's John 14, 6, maybe, or 6, 4, I can't remember. I can never get the addresses right. It makes me mad. John 14, 6, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one gets the Father except through me. Amen, sister. There you go. And that's it. John 14, 6 is like, he is the only way. He is the yeah. only way to salvation. Yeah. And we can't say that enough on here. There's nothing you could no. ever do to pay for that sin. You know, it's an like it said, it's an infinite payment. Yeah. And J- Jesus was the only one who made that infinite payment. And that's what salvation is. That's yeah. God rescuing us from danger. That's God rescuing us out of a life of darkness. Yeah. And, you know, there's no way. So as we kind of marinate in this Christmas story this year, one of the things that we really have to ask ourselves is, do I know Jesus as my Lord and my Savior? Am I following him? Because it is a narrow, it's a narrow path. And the narrow way is only through Jesus. And then walking with him after that in the Lord, under the Lordship of Christ, there was one, there was something I shared in the Zoom room recently or last week, I think, and we were talking about the narrow way, but we were also talking about how wide the door is open right now for those to come to know Jesus, because once you die, you don't get another chance. Yeah. You know, it's, it's your name is either written in the Lamb's book of life or it's not. And I want my name to be written there in the Lamb's Book of Life. Can I be sure of that? Yeah, absolutely I can be. Because yeah. it, you know, it says that we just confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our hearts that He that He yeah. came and did that. And so I will put a link here in the show notes so that you can go over and read the salvation page. There's prayers there that talks about what you're doing when you pray these prayers. But our heart is for you to know Jesus, to be saved to know that he is your savior, to accept the eternal payment, the infinite payment that he made for your life. And he is, he's the gift giver. He came here to give us that gift of eternal life. And here's a really cool thing is we begin 
living that eternal life the moment we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior. We begin living eternal life. Yes. Will we experience physical death? We will, because that's the consequences of sin. Adam and Eve could no longer eat from the tree of life. They would have never died had sin not entered in. it, It severed them spiritually. But here's the cool thing. When we receive Christ as our Lord and Savior, that brings us back into union through the Holy Spirit, the same union that Adam and Eve had because the Holy Spirit comes to live inside of us. Right. The person of the Holy Spirit lives inside of us. And just like Adam and Eve had fellowship with God, we can have fellowship with God through the Holy Spirit. And with that said, like going off of what you said about your name being written in the Lamb's Book of Life or not, to make clear, heaven is only for God's children. And another lie is that culture teaches that we are all God's children. Mm-hmm. That is a lie. We are not all God's children. We are all made in the image of God, but we're not all his children. It is only through repentance and accepting Christ's gift of salvation do we then become a child of God. Mm-hmm. Only when we become spiritually alive, like you were saying, it's only when we're spiritually alive are we God's children? You cannot remain spiritually dead and enter the kingdom of heaven. You can't. That's right. There's no other way. Like we were saying before, that road is very narrow. So as we go about this Christmas season, and as we all, you know, we'll go to church, uh, most, uh, not most, but a lot of people uh, will show up in church on Sunday for Christmas or maybe Christmas Eve. I know a lot of churches are meeting this Sunday because it is Christmas Day. But, you know, as you go and you hear the Christmas story, process that, that you can be a part. So that's a part of my heritage now. That's a part of my story is the story of Jesus and his coming. And he's coming back. There's, you know, he, he has promised and he keeps, he's a promise keeper. And he's coming back and he doesn't, nobody knows when he's coming back. Nobody. And so today it says in the, in the Bible, it says today is the day of salvation. So don't click out of this podcast and go, okay, you know, and not think about it anymore. Really want to encourage you to process that. If you haven't made that decision for Jesus Go over to the website and read what that is and what that looks like. And, you know, Brett, as we're, we're a legacy podcast, as you receive Jesus Christ as your savior, and then you lead your children into that salvation, that is where you're going to change your legacy the most. Because right. I can't take anything with me. I can't mm-hmm. take out my house, my cars, my whatever wealth I have here is irrelevant. The only yeah. thing I can take with me to heaven are those I love and my children and my family yeah. members and those who need to know Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so we need to start processing beyond here and into eternity. I want to see my family. I want to see those that I love in heaven with me enjoying eternal life with Jesus Christ. And that is the biggest way you're going to change your legacy right there. And it's really like going back to um, like talking about earning salvation. I just want to say it's it's not complicated. Like culture would like to make it complicated in, through um, like religious actions and things that you do, um, religious rituals, you know, saying, 
well, if I do this, this, and this, if I just follow this set of rules, if I just do what I'm told by this priest if or whoever, if I just, like I said, if you, if you just follow these rules, then you're good to go. You've been covered. Mm-hmm. But that's a lie. You're not covered unless you're covered by the blood of Christ. Yeah. So it's really that simple in that it's just accepting the free gift of salvation that and that Jesus already paid the price and that he died for us and then follow him. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it, you know, the, like you said, the gate is wide open, the doors wide open. It's not complicated, but it, it does require walking a narrow path once you're through that gate. And by that, I just mean following being so intentional with following Christ and dying to your flesh. Mm-hmm. And that's where it does get tricky because your flesh is strong. We're again, we're we have a propensity to sin. That that is, yeah. you know, what we were born into. So it's just making a choice. It comes down to choices. What are you going to choose to do each and every day when you get up? I'm not saying you don't mess up. You do. We all mess up. Yeah. We're going to mess up. Mm-hmm. But it's making that conscious effort and that choice to say, okay, I messed up. Like go to the father, confess what mm-hmm. you've done, whatever it is, yeah. and then make the choice to not go back there and to walk with him and to spend time with him and build your relationship with him. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean by it's really simple. It's yeah. not it's not overcomplicated. It's not. And so we are are praying for you this week that you will would, as this podcast is heard, people would make that choice just yes. to, you know, surrender to Jesus and receive his free gift, the best gift you could ever receive or your children could receive is salvation in Christ. Britt, you want to pray for the moms today? Yes. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for this time that we spent together for this conversation. Lord, I just pray that each and every listener would just be touched by these words that they would they would hear you calling to them and that if there is any listeners here, Lord, that aren't saved, that they would choose to repent and to turn to you and to make you Lord and Savior of their life, that they would follow you in obedience, Lord, because it is it is just, it's incredible to live under your Lordship. You are such a good, good father and you always direct us down the right direction and the right paths and you are you are so good to us and we thank you for dying on the cross for us and paying that penalty lord there's there's not enough thank yous that we have for that and lord i i just pray that each and every listener here would just be drawn closer to you and in jesus name i pray amen amen mm-hmm.